Tourism will recover, but it will change. What is driving tourism, pre and post COVID, is a presentation by WTN member and independent consultant Frank Haas, the former director of international marketing for the Hawaii Tourism Authority. Some markets will recover sooner than others, but tourism will come back in a different way, explains Frank Haas, in a presentation recently made in Japan Technology, and smart apps will take leading role in past COVID recovery of the visitors' industry. World Tourism Network recently invited Patricia Herman, director of marketing and development of the Hawaii Tourism Authority. She made a presentation on the recent success in bringing tourism arrivals back to an almost normal level. John DeFries, the CEO of the HTA, had a different concern reacting to a Hawaii Senate move last week, in saying that Hawaiian culture is once again reduced to a mere commodity that can be horse-traded. Former HTA International Marketing Director Frank Haas, who is now a consultant of the Marketing Management Incorporated, has a very realistic approach using Hawaii as an example also to the world, and presented the following to a Hawaii tourism discussion in Japan. Aloha. I'm delighted to be with you at this virtual seminar. In the short time available today I want to talk about the dramatic changes that are occurring in tourism around the world and, in particular, in Hawaii. I am a consultant with Guild Consulting specializing in marketing for the tourism and hospitality industry in Hawaii and in international markets, and in the many years I have worked in this area, I have never seen an impact similar to what has happened with the COVID-19 pandemic. The impacts were dramatic and abrupt, and will probably have a lasting effect on tourism far into the future. Because of this, Hawaii and other tourism destinations will need to rethink and reinvent tourism. Today, I would like to begin by putting things in context by looking at the tourism industry globally and in Hawaii, including the fundamental forces that have driven the growth in tourism arrivals, but also some of the concerning trends that have raised questions about tourism, even before the COVID crisis. I have some data to share with you about the dramatic impacts of the pandemic on Hawaii tourism. And now, more than a year after the pandemic shutdown, I'll point out some of the continuing concerns and hopeful signs as tourism begins to recover. Finally, and this is always dangerous, I will share some forecasts about tourism recovery and thoughts about how tourism will change going forward. Globally, tourism has been an economic sector showing fairly consistent growth over the years, though it is a fragile industry and has seen disruptions due to events like 9-11 and the 2008 financial crisis. International global arrivals totaled about 1.5 billion in 2019, a 3.7% growth over 2018, and a 4.8% annual growth rate over the previous 10 years. Screenshot 2021 at 1247.43. Tourism has long been an important part of the Hawaii economy. In 2019, it accounted for about 17% of the gross domestic product and supported about 216,000 jobs. The growth in tourist arrivals was steady in the years after 1959, when Hawaii became a state. Growth was driven by the introduction of jet aircraft, the growth of the Japan market, and the development of resorts on the neighbor islands. Arrivals growth somewhat stabilized in the 1990s, and the market was affected by disruptions such as 9-11, SARS, and the 2008 financial crisis. As you can see, in the years following the financial crisis, arrivals really grew rapidly. International arrivals accounted for a little less than a third of arrivals in 2019. Taking a closer look at the years since 2008, arrivals grew by more than 50% from about 6.7 million visitors in 2008 to over 10 million visitors in 2019. While that kind of growth and arrivals looks wonderful, the picture changes when you look at real or inflation-adjusted visitor spending. It turns out that despite having millions more visitors, visitor spending in 2019 was about the same as it was in 1989. And that increase in visitors has created overcrowding in some sites and concerns among residents that tourism is not benefiting them. There are many reasons why overall visitors' spending has been weak. One important factor is the amount of money visitors spend each day. Just looking at the raw or nominal data, it looks like spending is growing, but very modestly. 
but when adjusted for inflation, we can see that real visitor spending has declined from ABOUT $240 per day in 2003 to ABOUT $189 per day in 2019 dollars. Some of the reasons for this decline include changes in accommodations, with more visitors staying in condominiums, timeshares, vacation rentals and other types of accommodations, rather than full-service hotels, and a lack of significant growth in high-spending segments, like the business and meetings market, golf, and weddings and honeymoons. With that background, let's take a look at what happened with after COVID-19. In a few words, travel to Hawaii collapsed in March and April 2020, as the state established a required 14-day quarantine for anyone arriving in the islands. Arrivals at the airport were averaging less than 3,000 per week, far less than the 265,000 weekly arrivals we saw just before the shutdown. On October 15, 2020, the state began a travel management program and application CALLED Safe Travels Hawaii allowing visitors to avoid the quarantine if they had proof of a negative COVID-19 test within three days of their departure. With that, travel slowly began to increase and has accelerated somewhat with better coordination and the increasing number of vaccinations in the U.S. International travel, however, is still virtually shut down and will remain very low until international travel restrictions are lifted. The collapse of tourist arrivals of course meant the collapse of hotel occupancy. At the low point of the pandemic, occupancy was under 10%, and the state had one of the highest levels of unemployment in the U.S., with about 140,000 out of work. The unemployment rate is still high at 8.5%, but has improved from almost 22% in April. Hotel rates collapsed when tourism shut down, but have also recovered somewhat and are now 8.4% below their record 2019 levels. That is a good sign for recovery. Looking at air seats, domestic airlines are forecast to increase capacity by almost a factor of 10 next quarter. International airlift will recover more slowly, with only about 223,000 seats in April to JUNE compared to 2.5 million domestic seats. Japanese airlift is forecast to start up, though at modest levels, with about 126,000 seats for the quarter. Three-quarters of the airlift from Japan will come from Tokyo, though other prefectures are also forecast to resume Hawaii service. Taking a look further into the future of tourism recovery, both the Hawaii Department of Business Economic Development and Tourism and the University of Hawaii don't see tourism getting back to 2019 levels for several years, probably 2024 or 2025. However, despite the severity of tourism's collapse, there are signs that the recovery may be faster than these official forecasts. Looking at history, the last three tourism disruptions 9-11s, SARS, and the financial crisis of 2018, all recovered within two years. At least for the domestic market, vaccine development and distribution has been very rapid. And the state of Hawaii is developing applications to create a vaccine passport, as soon as May of this year, making it much easier to travel. Finally, the most recent arrival numbers during the spring school break in March were very strong, indicating that there is pent-up demand and a willingness to travel that is emerging. I would like to conclude by imagining what tourism will look like as we recover from the crisis of 2019. I think part of the discussion about tourism's future will be about an idea CALLED smart tourism using technology as a management tool. First of all I'm optimistic that tourism will recover. It always has even after other major disruptions such as 9-11. It recovers because the fundamental conditions are in place that drive it. Global economic development and urbanization, education levels, increasing availability and efficiency of air travel and other factors, all point to a resumption of growth in travel. However, tourism will change. After 9-11s we saw dramatic changes in air travel related to security. We'll see similar dramatic changes following this pandemic in health and safety protocols. And, similar to the costs of added security following 9-11s, these changes will add to the cost and the complexity of travel in a post-pandemic future. Clearly, some markets will recover faster than others. In Hawaii, vacation rentals are recovering more quickly than traditional hotels. Recovery will be also affected by rules, regulations and restrictions imposed by various governments. 
Requirements for testing or quarantine will dampen tourism, just as the 14-day quarantine requirement prior to October essentially shut down Hawaii tourism. Some markets may never fully recover or they may be changed forever. The market for business travel and conventions is an example of one that may change as the world has embraced virtual meetings. As tourism recovers, it still faces many risks. Tourism is a fragile industry. Certainly one risk is the possibility of new viruses or variants of the COVID virus that could shut everything down again. Hopefully, we have learned from this pandemic how to prepare for and respond to the next one. Technology will play an ever-increasing role in managing mass tourism and health and safety requirements. Contactless customer service using smartphone apps and robotics will become much more common. In Hawaii, you will see the requirement to make reservations and pay access fees for popular sites. I remain optimistic, though, as long as we learn our lessons from this pandemic and plan and prepare for the next one. Hawaii Tourism Authority has taken the first steps to plan for shift more emphasis on destination management relative to destination marketing with the adoption of its new strategic plan in 2020. In the past, Hawaii did not do too much in actively managing sites and tourism impacts. But, with 10 million visitors in 2019 it was clear that more active management has become necessary. Following the adoption of the strategic plan Hawaii Tourism Authority is developing action plans for each of the islands, identifying problem areas, and proposing controls and other management solutions. Already, access fees have been put in place or increased in popular areas like the Diamond Head Trail and Hanama BAY a popular snorkeling destination. Going forward, technology will play a role in collecting fees and making reservations. Another use of technology is to improve the effectiveness of marketing. If we're going to have large numbers of tourists, and we had 10M visitors in 2019, there is a need to focus on the right visitors, in order to increase visitor spending. Not all visitors are equal, some spend much more than others, and we need marketing tools to focus on those visitors who value Hawaii, and are willing to spend more than the average visitor. Big data can provide information about visitor profiles and their spending and behavioral patterns, Identify who enjoys resorts, who golfs, who wants culinary or dining experiences, who travels to experience a different culture. And then reach them through precisely targeted marketing. Before the pandemic, Hawaii was experiencing congestion and overcrowding of popular tourism sites. This is a picture of the top of Diamond Head Trail in Honolulu, where thousands of visitors go to enjoy the spectacular view. Unfortunately, with too many visitors, the experience is affected. With tourism numbers low at the moment because of the pandemic, it is a good time to plan for managing these sites before they become crowded again. Management may involve creating or increasing access fees, requiring reservations and restricting access, shutting some sensitive sites down entirely, and educating visitors about how to respectfully visit sensitive cultural sites. A new concept in tourism management is the idea of smart tourism using technology to manage congestion, inform and educate visitors, and collect fees to help maintain sites. The concept of smart tourism came from the movement TOWARD Smart Cities, which similarly use technology as a management tool. Destinations use technology like robotics, data analytics, artificial intelligence, biometrics, augmented reality and other tools to interact with visitors. The visitors receive communications and access through social media and their personal technology devices. Just as an example, an app on a smartphone can be used to control access, make reservations, and collect payment for a popular attraction. With real-time data, the app would know whether space was available. It might even charge a premium price for peak hours, make a reservation, collect payment, and provide a code for access to the site. Tourism will recover, but it will change. I believe the changes can be exciting and I look forward to your questions. Frank Haas is president of Marketing Management Incorporated, a consulting firm specializing in hospitality and tourism projects for clients in the United States and internationally.
He is the former national chairman of the American Marketing Association and has been an executive at the Hawaii Tourism Authority, OGILVY and Mather ADVERTISING, specializing in hospitality accounts, and higher EDUCATIO and University of Hawaii School of Travel Industry Management and Kapailani Community College. Provide insights INTO Smart and Sustainable Tourism Recovery. World Tourism Network is a global network of tourism experts in 127 countries.